State Champs Nation, Lauren Plant here. Before we get to this podcast, I just wanted to bring you a quick programming note. The State Champs Sports Network is expanding our podcast programming. In order to make it easier for you to listen to the podcast you want to listen to, we wanted to break them all out. You can find each of our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, from Apple and Google Podcasts to Spotify and so many more. If you're a State Champs super fan, you want to listen to them all, you don't have to to change a thing. We'll still be posting everything in this feed. Now, on with the podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Davis, the host of the State Champs Poolside Podcast. This episode was created a few days before the MHSAA paused the high school swim season. and welcome to another episode of the Michigan State Champs Poolside Podcast. I'm Sarah Davis here with my co-host, the swim coach at Bloomfield Hills High School, David Jolkevsky. This podcast is brought to you by Lawrence Technological University. To learn more about some exciting events that LTU has coming up, visit upcoming.ltu.edu and click on Future Students. There you will find information about upcoming events and tours, program information, and much more. Visiting a university is a huge part of finding the right college for you. Due to COVID, it has been a lot more difficult to visit campuses this year than ever before. Don't worry, LTU is offering virtual tours. Find those under future students as well. Poolside is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. This podcast will be highlighting everything swim and diving related, focusing on both the boys and girls season, so tune in every week for more. This week, we're joined by Eric Telsma, who's the boys and girls head coach at Hamilton. He also serves an important role as a member of the executive board for MISCA. To give everybody a little bit of a background on Eric, he's the girls and boys head coach for Hamilton High School. He's been coaching for 16 years and started this program from the ground up when they first built their pool. Today, we're going to be recapping the league meet that took place last week and take a look at the state meet prep that's coming up. So first, let's start off with how league meet went last weekend. Uh, Eric, you want to take it? How how, how did everything go on the west side for you guys? Uh, it was a different year. We had uh, obviously a lot of different formats for how our league meets went uh, this year. Um, I believe out of the four OK conferences, everybody did it, did it a little bit differently. Uh, we chose to go to a split site. So we hosted uh, Holland and Holland Christian at our place. And Zealand hosted uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Mona Shores and Spring Lake at their place. And then we combined the results uh, after a time finals on Saturday. Um, a lot of good you know, stuff. How did, sorry. Uh, how, how did you guys respond? Cause I know you guys had a little bit different format and then like a week out health department and administration told you guys you had to switch it up. So how, how did you guys handle yeah. that? Yeah, it was, I mean, uh, as late as Monday evening that we made the decision to, to, uh, split sites. Um, it was different, but I think looking back at, uh, what took place over the five or six days that that decision was made and we pulled the meets together, it was the right decision to make. Um, we went from having potentially 140 uh, athletes plus coaches, officials, meat workers on deck 
to uh, having about 60 at one site and about 70 at another. And that's just the right move right now uh, with everything else that we're dealing with. So um, the competition side of things, I mean, we had a lot of races that would have been great to have in person. Um, wasn't quite the same, just merging the meet results. But uh, even at that, I mean, our girls stepped up and performed uh, across the league. Um, and that's probably the biggest thing that I've been impressed with over the last, you know, two and a half, three months that we've been going on, going on with this season. Um, you know, coaches and athletes just finding ways to go fast, uh, despite other circumstances and what everything else that's going around. Uh, they just find ways to go fast and get it done. Uh, so that's been really cool to see. Excellent. How, how did things turn out for you guys? How did the girls do? Uh, we finished runner up. Uh, we actually didn't end up scoring our league meet. Um, we had quite a few teams that had uh, COVID effective rosters. Um, so we didn't score our meet per se. Uh, we went with dual meet standings from the regular season. And then um, we combined our results for all conference and conference medals and things like that. But um, I would say it, we, we finished uh, basically in the same order that, that our dual meet standings ended up. So, um, but we, we performed well, made a, made a few new state cuts, Zealand made a few new state cuts, Holland Christian did, um, Spring Lake, uh, it was, it was Holland Swam lights out. Um, it was a, it was a fun meet. Yeah. And, and you know, coming out of the league meets this weekend, I mean, we saw, you know, what, what the performances did for you guys. Cause I think you guys jumped up about two or three spots in the state rankings, which is cool. Um, you know, they got you in uh, what third, I think for going into next week. So great for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit to the girls about that today uh, and just said, you know, it's uh, right now it's just uh, words on a website uh, that we're ranked third. But, uh, yeah, definitely some affirmation of what we've done so far and where we think we can go. Yeah, hard, hard work's paying off. You guys always get a great taper, so that's great. I'm looking forward to state meeting for you guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, you know, on our side of town, on, on, on the east side, uh, you know, OA was – uh, we kind of had that set format going in. We we knew we were we were going to do a, a non-scored swimming one night, and then diving the second night. We got all eleven dives in, and then scoring swimming on that final night. And um, a lot of our diving coach coaches are shared between teams, so uh, this was a, actually saw benefit because um, like we switched our diving to Wednesday, and four out of our six diving coaches actually got to go be we don't work with other athletes. So that was, that was great for them. Um, you know, diving was really fun that first night, uh, for us at the white meet OA white division, um, saw some great diving. Um, and then for us, you know, same thing that performances, it was, it was tough. You know, we didn't quite get some of those great swims. We always, you know, we're used to, um, but, uh, across the board, it was good. Uh, you know, numbers were low, you know, at all the sites, so like that kept us going every night. We also had a team that found out Friday morning, West Bloomfield, that they weren't eligible or not able, sorry, not eligible, not able to compete due to some COVID protocols. And that was a tough blow for them, I know. Um, but over on our side of town, uh, you know, some great swimming, Seaholm, taking care of business in the red. Uh, they're sprinters. Holy cow. I, you know, I mentioned it last week and we're already looking at realignment for next year. And they're returning like 100 plus points already in, in 100 free, you know, and you look at their B and C sprint relays and they're just like phenomenal. So they took care of business and, you know, you got Seaholm, Adams and Groves all in the same league, all at the same league meet. And then they're going to do it again at state meet in two weeks. So should be exciting for them. Um, you know, at the blue meet, um, 
you know, Sarah had mentioned last week that Tracy Kalinowski was doing some great stuff and they got to finish up season at home. She's got a young team and they won league meet, which I know is super exciting. Uh, young athlete I mentioned last week, uh, Lucy Truesdale got her state cut and they were at home um, and just got to, you know, got to celebrate there and picked up a bunch of D2 state cuts. And I think they're in that, that others category for state meet. So I know they were really excited about that. Um, white division was fun. Uh, we, we got to celebrate and jump in at the end of the night. Um, so it was great for us, uh, backed into it a little bit. Um, the girls, I mean, you know how it went this year. We trained as best we could. We got everything out of it. We could, uh, but you know, where we're used to seeing some big time drops, uh, a little tough, you know, a couple of half second drops and things like that, but we won, we got to bring home a trophy. So I know my seniors were happy, but it was tough not having the whole team there. Uh, we ended up doing a little Saturday morning splash, um, before the state girls started practice and girls were taking selfies with the trophy and they all jumped in together and that not quite the same, but it was, it was worth it. So, um, but yeah, you know, the OA division, I mean, we picked up last state cuts. Uh, we had a fun, fun form free relay. We dove in with about a four second deficit on our anchor swimmer and did that state cut and split a 52 low and, and Brooke did it for us one on the last three strokes and got our state cut. So the girls are pretty happy to end the meet that way. That was the only event we won too. So that was fun. Nice. I was actually just looking through some results from this side in the OK White Conference. East Grand Rapids won the meet, yep. um, coached by Butch Briggs. They've won, I don't know, uh, I don't remember them not winning league meet, uh, but won the meet uh, with at least six girls in quarantine uh, that weren't able to compete, did not win a single event at the league meet, and uh, won the league meet by a fair margin. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool to see Rob Damus, uh, Northview girl swam lights out, uh, for the runner up there. Um, but yeah, winning a league meet without winning a single event. That's, yeah. that's quite something. Yeah. You know, and, and to Damus credit, you know, another team, just like you guys that jumped way up the rankings this week and got a little bit of, you know, press there because of those great swims at league meet, they went from what in the others maybe to like yeah. top five. Yeah. So, yeah. He's got good, a good freshman couple of freshman girls there, Forbes, uh, the Forbes sisters that are just tearing it up. Uh, and then a whole host of other girls that are right on the cusp of really making some noise at the state meet. So it's fun to see. Nice. Really good. Now, does your, your okay conference, is that you guys are always the same or are you like us? We're realigning every year. Yeah, we actually, so we go in four year blocks. So this is our first year of a new four year block. Um, so we, uh, we had been in the okay green for actually the last 12 years. Uh, so this is our first year in a new conference. Uh, so we're, you know, learning, learning the ropes a little bit. Uh, we went from, uh, we had six teams and girls and five teams and boys in the old OK green. And now we have seven teams and girls and six teams and boys. Uh, so it's a different, it's a different look, uh, totally, you know, go from a, a smaller conference to a bigger conference. Um, but it's, uh, we've got so many great coaches here on the West side. I'm like, put me in with anybody and we'll, we'll go swim fast and have fun. So that's what we're looking Absolutely. forward to. Cool. So David and I last week talked a lot about his accomplishments as a coach, Eric, what has been your biggest accomplishment as a coach so far? Oh boy. Uh, that's a question. Um, man, I, I, my mind immediately goes to oh nine. 10 and 11 with my boys, we were state champ, runner up state champ. And that was awesome. It was a great time. Um, but there have been so many more 
important accomplishments, uh, more rewarding accomplishments with those teams that never had a sniff of winning a state title. Um, I, I'm a pretty emotional guy, so I tend to get choked up pretty easy, but, uh, the, uh, um, the wedding invitations, the birth announcements, um, the friendships that I have with my former athletes, that's worth way more than, than anything else. And I'll say that's my hopefully lasting accomplishment. I mean, if, if the viewers at home could see what, what we see on, on Eric's screen there, you see all the, the, the plaques and stuff in the background. And, uh, we're fortunate enough when we travel to the West side to swim in his pool before state meet and banners on the wall. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to echo what Eric says that, you know, he's, he's made a real lasting impressions on his athletes. And, and also at, at our level, at the coach's level, this is a guy who year in and work and a lot to be proud of. And, and a lot of people owe uh, all our success as an organization to, to a lot of the things Eric does. Thanks. E. Yeah. And then just in terms of the preparation for state meet, how have you guys been preparing for the upcoming state meet? Checking our email every day, hoping that we're going to have one. <laughs> yeah. Every time my cell phone rings, I, I get a little uh, uh, uptight wondering who's calling and, and what, what news I'm going to hear this time. But uh, I would, I would say this year, and I don't know, Z, you're a, you're a fairly scientific mind when it comes to, to coaching swimming. Um, as I, I feel like I, I, I follow that uh, as well, but I feel like this year it's been way more the art of coaching over the science of coaching. Yep. Um, trying to find ways to work with whatever we've got and, and make the best of it. Um, so uh, the preparations are going well. My state girls are uh, are getting close to, to being real ready to go. Um, it's fun to to, uh, to see what they're doing each day and, and getting a little bit closer to, to being ready to perform at, at peak performance. But uh, the, the art of it uh, feels like we've got to finesse a little bit more. We've got to change things differently than we ever have before. Um, and that's exciting and terrifying all at the same time. Yeah. You know, the, like the motivational speeches, even with the kids, um, you know, I, I found myself a lot early in the season, like always giving them updates about what was going on. And after a while, I'm like, just stop. We, we just, we got to find the great things that are going on every day. And we just keep doing that. Um, even when we had a couple of rough swims, we had a girl that had a quarantine for two weeks and her first day back in was like three days before league meet. And just, we just kept, you know, just have fun, enjoy this, go race hard. And it, it was a lot of that, you know, our year round swimmers, you know, they've been struggling since March to get in. And we heard interviews from kids, you know, a few weeks back that just didn't have that base coming in. Well, well we got to adjust and let's just adjust on the fly and be flexible. Um, you know, and just a lot of good conversations with the kids and, Anywhere we've had to change training, we just, we got to find something new and creative and, and we've done it. I mean, every coach out there, I mean, like you were saying, you're, you're always nervous when your phone rings, the anxiety I have when I see the little red bubble pop up on my email on my phone and it's like, oh boy, what is coming, you know? And, um, but we, we've rebounded, we've done so well. Uh, everybody out there's made changes. I mean, coaches having to cancel interviews with us last minute, teams having to sit out a league meet and, you know, we've been you know, doing our best to help these folks find, you know, second shave meets and stuff. And you saw it the last few nights, uh, Gross Point South had like four or five teams last night picking up cuts, I think South Line. And, and not that they had COVID issues, but just trying to give everybody one more shot because maybe league meet was a little flat or it was different. And we've just had to change and change. So, you know, on, on our pool deck, you know, it 
you know, we got one lady double qualified and, and she's very talented, you know, multi-school record holder and all that stuff. And, but for us just to have that four free relay literally come down to the last three or four strokes. And we just squeaked in on that state cut. Um, but just to see their eyes light up and see them jump three feet off the ground was, was awesome. So just roll with the punches every day. Right. And I don't know. I, yeah, I, you know, the one thing I've, I've been thinking about a lot, you know, we, just cause all the craziness, Eric, what, how's everybody feeling like on your side of town, the fact that we're not going to go to any colleges for, for league meet or for state meet, you know, how's everybody thinking about the, the single, you know, just the time finals. Uh, I think the way that a lot of the conference meets ran, uh, that makes it a little easier because pretty much everything, I, I only know of one league, um, Oh, Elgin Harper Creek playing well that did a, actually got to do a prelims finals. Um, everybody else has been time finals. So it's kind of what we've been planning for since, you know, probably mid September when we found out what state meet was, was likely to look like, um, so I think we started developing our, our training and our racing and our strategies to um, to reflect that one day time finals got to get up and go uh, mentality. Um, you know, we have a saying. I've used it with my girls for I don't know, it feels like forever, but it's a beautiful day and it's great to be alive. And every day we walk on the pool deck and say, it's a great day. Let's get up and race, see what we can do. Um, and hopefully that'll pay some dividends uh, come come the state meet but I feel like you know talking with Steve Boyer at West Ottawa Ian Kobus at uh, Hudsonville you know Butch at, at East Grand Rapids Rob at Northview everybody's in the same boat they're just like we're just excited that we've got an opportunity to get up and race yeah. and every opportunity we get we're gonna make the most of it and uh, I think that's feeding the girls um, intensity and, and willingness and readiness to to get up and do that as well. That's great. Yeah. I, I, you know, we're, we're looking forward to making the hike across to, to Hudsonville to, to see that pool. I, you know, we talked to Ian quite a bit about that last two weeks ago. Um, I think we're gonna see a lot of pool records go down. A lot of high school pool records could be set that going to be lasting for a long time. So yeah, looking forward to some great swims here the next, next week or so. And we got diving regionals tomorrow night. I know you guys are gonna be busy just like we are. Yep. Uh, I think we're at 39 and, um, yep. we're getting excited. You know, it's, it's gonna be fun. I'll kind of get things rolling and, I'm sure there'll be some state meet dinners, uh, socially distanced this weekend and, and get ready for it next. Yeah, we're, we're hosting uh, 25 divers tomorrow night um, with a new uh, regional qualifying um, to the state meet. We, we get 14 divers from our region that goes to the state meet. Where are you guys at with that? Tw- uh, I think we're 13. Hudsonville's getting 14. And then whatever's left over was at Novi. And I know that's a hot topic. I'm going to have to find a diving coach to come on and explain all that to us, but. <laughs> There's maybe, probably yeah. two that will share their opinions. I was thinking Greg Phil might do a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> and so when the season started, there was, I mean, we we're amid COVID and obviously it hasn't gone away. How have the regulations or rules changed as the season's gone on? We've been pretty fortunate, right? I mean, we actually, they, they went from restricting to four teams to opening it up. Um, I don't know what, outside of that, I mean, we've just, we, we're in the water all the time, so we're okay. I mean, masks around when we're not in the water and yeah, not I would, too much. I would say we've, we've trended to the positive side of change rather than the negative as of, as of right now. I mean, we went from not being able to be indoors to being able to be indoors, um, max four teams. So now we're, 
you know, 10 days, 11 days out from possibly being able to go compete at a state meet. Um, so I, I feel like we've been pretty fortunate as far as that's concerned. Um, I, I, I credit a lot of our coaches and athletes in their willingness to follow the rules and regulations that we've been given. Um, and, you know, they make it work. And uh, so I think as a whole, uh, swimming and diving has been pretty fortunate and been able to go as long as we have because of that. All right. And before we get into the next question, the MHSAA is promoting one of the most popular scholarship opportunities. The Michigan High School Athletic Association has teamed up with the Farm Bureau Insurance to present 32 $1,000 scholarships. They're looking to highlight the positive impact that athletics and activities outside of school has on the total education of high school students. Are you interested in applying? Visit the MHSAA website and click on the Student Athlete Award page. The applications are only available in a digital format and can be found on the Scholar Athlete Award page or directly at www.mhsaa.com scholarship. Be sure to check this out. The application deadline is December 4th at 4 p.m. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. All right. Um, sort of over to us for, for a few things. I, I'm, I'm going to just start off. I'm going to give a few shout outs and, and just take a look at a couple of leagues. And Eric, if you want to chime in on, on a few things, um, you know, we Saginaw Valley League, um, you know, you've got Dow and Grand Blank fighting it out um, and Grand Blank coming out on top and a lot of dominance there by those two teams. But uh, Laura Wojciak out of Powers uh, with some really good swims and a nice swim in the fly, at like a 56 or something like that. Um, a lot of good sprinting in that division too. And, uh, we had mentioned him a little bit earlier, but gross point South winning the, the Mac red and John Fodell just keeps doing some great stuff with those kids. So I uh, just want to give him a shout out for, for all the great work he's doing. And then to turn around and keep that momentum going off a league meet and having a second shave meet yesterday with four or five teams and, and just doing some great stuff with them. Um, those are a few, uh, few things that I had seen this weekend that, that, you know, kind of opened my eyes up to what we're going to see at state meet. Uh, and then certainly getting excited about Catholic league, uh, this week, they also had to make some changes on the fly. And, uh, I, I think they're similar to what you guys had done, Eric, they're going to, you know, break it up into a couple teams and go a Friday, Saturday session. Um, so they, they're, they're adjusting, they're doing some good stuff. And I know those ladies are getting ready to swim fast here this weekend. And it's always a unique one. You know, we're swimming, you know, almost two weeks out of state meet for our leagues. And when I swam in high school, we, we did the same thing. We were, we were that Sunday of state meet. Um, so Catholic league, it's always fun to see how they respond, uh, you know, just five or six days away from state meet. Um, what about you, Eric, any, any other leagues around the area you saw that were kind of fun to see? Yeah, I mean, o- the OK red, which is the big schools, um, in the Ottawa Kent conference, um, as close a meet as I remember seeing, especially on the girls side, top three, West Ottawa, Grand Haven and Rockford, um, you know, all within 15 points, um, West Ottawa came out on top with that, uh, 409, 
Um, Grand Haven was at 395 and Rockford was at 394. Um, and that's just, uh, you know, after all those swims and dives and everything else to, to have a meet that that's that close, uh, it's pretty cool to see you know, Doug Thorne at Grand Haven's doing great things. Um, his top end girls were, were pretty dynamite. Um, and they usually go quite a bit faster at state meet. So it'll be interesting to see what they, uh, they bring next weekend. Um, you know, Rockford talk about top end. They've got some speed, um, all four strokes and sprinting. They're just or dynamite um, and then West Ottawa came in and, and out depth everybody uh, so that was really cool to see um, you know we already talked a little bit about the OK White and Butch's uh, EGR pioneers uh, winning the meet without winning an event um, and then down south uh, just just south of where we're at here in Hamilton uh, Plainwell, Harper Creek, uh, Allegan, Otsego uh, the diving at that meet was uh, incredible probably three out of the top four divers in division three were at that, uh, that diving meet. Um, and then, uh, playing well one, um, that meet, but, uh, Allegan made a lot of noise, um, and really sprinting in particular, um, really brought it. So that was fun to see as well. I think the, the parody that we're starting, starting to see, um, is, is pretty cool as well. Just more teams that are in the hunt and in the mix, um, not just the one or two normals, uh, that we usually hear of. Yeah. And it was interesting to see the shuffle with, with quite a few teams. You had mentioned Allegan and they, they jumped into top 10 there for D3. So that's, that's certainly gonna be fun to watch. Um, you know, I don't know what, what else, what else you guys look forward to here this next week? You got any little team traditions, uh, you've got going on things you're going to get, get ready for. Man, we're just, we're resting down, uh, and, and getting ready to go. Our, our traditions, primarily revolve around food, like most girls swim teams. And that's just a tough, tough subject right now uh, with, uh, with the COVID protocol protocols that we have to face, um, you know, and, and the swimmers not being on deck tomorrow uh, during diving regionals will be tough. Uh, we'll get our workout in during diving regional warm up, and then my girls have to leave um, just following the protocols. And, and that was hard for them uh, when they processed that they wouldn't be able to be there for their teammates. Um, in that, in that respect, that was, that was hard for them to process, but, uh, yeah, the team meals, uh, that, that, that's a, it's a hard one to miss for the girls in particular guys, guys as well, but, uh, the girls really bond over those team meals. Um, but, uh, we're trying to figure out what travel looks like for us heading to the East side. It's about, uh, almost three hour drive for us to get up to, uh, Lake Orion. Um, you know, you're probably two, just over two hours, probably for you to get yeah, about, to about 218. Yeah. How, how are you, are you guys going to be staying? You don't know yet. What are you going to just drive? Uh, I'm going to find some wood to knock on. We're hoping we're going to travel on Friday, uh, and, uh, um, spend the night there. We're hoping to get a couple divers in. So that'll, that'll help with that as well. Getting our divers over and our dive coach, um, and then stay in a hotel Friday night, uh, compete on Saturday and then head back home Saturday night. It's going to be a long one for us. We we're going to just drive the day of we're can't, can't, uh, can't stay overnight, but, uh, two hours out. I'm, I'm glad they're doing the, you know, the extended or the delayed start time. That's going to help us a lot. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, looking, they've got it printed now, you know, at least for our meet that, you know, based on psych sheets, they'll, they'll give you one of the flighted times for warm up. So those athletes that are used to, and those teams, even some of those teams that get there at like 9am, and earlier when we have the early starts, but they, they 
stake out their spot, they get in early. I, that's going to be a few adjustments we have to make. Um, my girls included, you know, we're going to do breakfast at our pool before we leave. And then two hours out, you know, probably stop and stretch for a minute or two and try to get in there as early as we can. So we can get out of the van and walk around and, and we just, we just have three swims, but I know a lot of teams are struggling with that right now, trying to find a good solution. So should be interesting. Yeah, we've we've had uh, my diving coach and I primarily about how we're going to set our divers up for success. You know, being a, a three o'clock warm up there. Um, you know, making that drive on Friday. How early can we get there? You know, what can we what can we do uh, to try to get them loose and ready to go for for diving? Hopefully, we don't have to worry about that <clears throat> on Saturday for swimming. But um, yeah. yeah Hudsonville campuses there there's worse campuses to walk around on it's it's a pretty campus there that they have um but, uh, it, and and that I think goes back to to just trying to find unique ways to get the girls prepared um I don't know swim to him had a great article from Ritter Sports Performance I don't know if you saw that one about dry land and in dynamic warm-ups for meets okay and that's one that I I mean I think every coach should be reading that one right now um, it, cause it's just, I mean, we're, we're likely limited to a pretty short warm up at the state meet, uh, compared to what we're used to and how can we get our athletes ready to get up on the blocks and race after a, a shorter than, than normal warm up. Um, yeah. so I, I would definitely check that one out. That'll be good. I'll have to tweet that one out. We, we do quite a bit of dynamics. We use stretch cords and stuff beforehand, uh, a good 15 minute routine that, that usually helps, but yeah, that might be a little bit more of a uh, positive this time around. So absolutely. Um, you know, just lo looking at tomorrow night, uh, you know, the, we'll, this won't come, come out, uh, till, till next week for our, our, uh, fans out there, but, uh, looking forward to a good diving regional tomorrow night. Um, and everything, all results are going to be posted on the MISCA site as well as the state meet site. And, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, we're getting ready to record next week, uh, be just a couple hours out from, uh, racing fast. So, uh, good luck to you, Eric. Uh, looking forward to watching you guys on Meet Mobile, and I'm sure we'll be texting. I might have to have somebody drive home for me so I can text you and try to do all my MISCA stuff before before midnight. So yeah, my girls usually joke about my phone calls on the way home from the state meet because it's uh, catching up with Cobus, with Daymuth, with you, McHugh, whoever it is, Jones. We're always uh, trying to trying to get feel of of how everybody's day went, other than just the numbers that we see in Meet Mobile, but. Uh, yeah, I always say the the worst uh, the worst hours of coaching is from the start of warm up to the start of the state meet. Those are the <laughs> just let's get let's get up and go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. good luck to you this week, man. We'll be talking. So. Thanks. You too. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have this week in the Michigan Poolside Swim Podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with more information and swim updates. We'll also review the results from the state meet taking place this weekend. So be sure to tune in. Once again, I'm your host, Sarah Davis, here with David Jolkevsky and Eric Tulsma. We'll see you next week.